Hi, and what we need to know today, the National Institute of Health Chief, Dr. Francis Collins, is out. Now it's sink or swim for America's world health standing. And Peter Scientist urged President Biden to appoint a new visionary NIH leader. And on a hotline, we have Dr. Catherine Rowe, who's the Chief of Science Advancement and Outreach Division of PETA Laboratory Investigations Department. And how are we doing today there, Doctor? We're doing good? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, my pleasure. So uh, what are your concerns about the last decade of leadership at the National Institutes of uh, Health? Well, I think the last decade at the National Institutes of Health has seen the National Institutes of Health failing at its mission to improve human health. You know, currently in the U.S., we've got millions upon millions of people who are suffering living and dying from diseases that we do not have adequate cures or treatments for. Mm -hmm. And the NIH gets more money than any other institute, spends more money than any other institute in the world on biomedical research. So if we're investing all of this taxpayer money into biomedical research, where are these treatments and cures that we need? And one of the things that's preventing us from getting those cures is the NIH's continued reliance on animal experiments that fail, that don't lead to new treatments and cures for humans. So, you know, what we're hoping is that the new NIH director that President Biden appoints is going to be willing to make the changes necessary to get us away from these ineffective animal experiments and move us towards using more of the modern, more human-relevant, clinically-relevant research that can get us these treatments and cures we need. Gotcha. So uh, why would the uh, NIH not see this and, and change it on its own? Why, 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 don't they don't, why don't they just change it on their own? That's, that's got to be the obvious question, right? It, it is the obvious question. And here's the thing. They, they do see this. The, the NIH's own statistics, their own analysis, their own website tells us that 95% of new drugs that tested safe and effective in animals go on to fail in human clinical trials. So they do see it. The question is, why aren't they doing anything about it? And I think that who is the leader at NIH has a lot to do with that. We need somebody to step in here, acknowledge where NIH has failed, and be willing to make the necessary changes to put us on a path to success. And success here has to be improving human health. It can't be getting papers published. You know, it has to be mm-hmm. clinically relevant findings for humans. That's what it's all about. That's why they get so much money. But they're not giving us the results we need. So I think a new director could really put us on the right path here. And we need to encourage President Biden to choose very wisely. That would have to take somebody with incredible integrity because everybody's afraid. of. Oh, no, if we tell them we don't need to do this or need to do that, they may cut our budget. Everybody, they're like money hungry over there. That's what I suspect anyway. So, uh, but, yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that, that the motivation, unfortunately, um, even though a lot of people assume that scientific research always has its eye on improving human health and would only be conducted if it was going to have meaningful uh, relevance to humans, that's not really the case. That's not the way it works in the United States right now. Right now, the most important thing for the average scientist is to get their data published in a journal and to get NIH grant funding. 
doesn't yeah. matter if the experiments are extremely harmful to animals. It doesn't matter if the experiments have no likelihood of helping humans. It's really about career advancement and NIH grant funding. And so we need NIH to only incentivize quality research, ethical research, effective research. That's what they need to start doing, and they need to start doing it now. Gotcha. So uh, how does the process of choosing the new director at the NIH work? Is it just another political hack or what? Well, the president gets to appoint the, the new director, so he will choose who he would like to see in that position. I'm guessing that he will consult a variety of people in and out in and out of NIH and, and within the scientific community. Once he makes that choice, the Senate does have to confirm mm -hmm. that position. But, you know, the, the public doesn't necessarily take a lot of, uh, doesn't take a big role in, in that, but they could. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that we are asking people to do is write to President Biden, and we have a, a very easy way for people to do that, and encourage him to choose wisely, because the truth is the American people, the taxpayers, are paying for this. And they're the ones who are desperate for new treatments, cures, health advances, what have you. They're the ones who are investing in this, and they're the ones who need the outcome. So they should have some say. And I think that, I, that people should really, really put some pressure on President Biden to choose a director who can get us out of the, the dark ages here. Yeah, I got you. So what are some of the non-animal approaches to this current research? Oh, and really, you know, what I always like to say is anything that is based in human biology, because the, the, the main reason so many animal experiments fail is because we're not mites, we're not rats, we're not monkeys, we're not dogs, we're not cats. So anything that has its fundamental basis in human biology, and that can include anything from working with humans, the kind of research I used to do, non-invasive, of course, non-invasive research with human volunteers, but also we can now use human cell-derived models, models of the brain, models of the heart. You know, these are, these are three-dimensional models, very sophisticated, that are developed using human cells and tissues. And so these are much better ways to study human physiology and, and human disease. You know, so, so anything human-based, and of course, we, you know, our computational skills have, have advanced significantly. We can use computer models of human systems, and we can use, like, high-speed computer programming to look at data that already exists to, say, predict how a new drug might respond. So there's so many different things that we could do that doesn't include harming animals and does have applicability to humans. It's, it's absolutely the most common-sense thing to do right now. Well, how long does the president have to uh, to choose? Is there like a timetable here, or this can just go leaderless for months or even years? It can go months or even years. So I actually used to do research at NIH, and I think mm -hmm. we, you know, when one director stepped out, we were waiting for Collins. Collins actually took the position while I was there. I think we had a two-year wait, so it can take a while. It sort mm -hmm. of depends on how quickly President Biden chooses and whether or not the Senate is willing to confirm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this could be a three-month interim or this could be a three-year interim. I'm guessing this will happen quickly, um, you know, more quickly than maybe it has in the past because of concerns about the pandemic. I think that somebody will probably get put in there pretty soon, mm -hmm. but they don't have to. Oh, okay. I just, I, 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 I see this as pretty important. I would, I would act on it pretty immediately. Don't you think that would be the case? Hopefully. 
Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's six of one and half a dozen of the other because on one hand, exactly what you said, this is the most important position in terms of getting new treatments and cures for human disease. Mm-hmm. You know, this is somebody who shapes and directs a multi-billion dollar agency and what it's going to do with billions and billions of taxpayer dollars. The importance of that role, of course, means that, you know, maybe that maybe some time needs to be taken to pick the right person. And I think it's critical, absolutely critical, that we pick someone who is willing to say, you know what, we've done it this way for 100 years and we haven't gotten where we needed to go. So, you know what, time to change. Somebody who is willing to to do that. Somebody who is visionary. Somebody who, who is, you know, a little bit bold, quite honestly. Someone who's willing to speak up for the people. Gotcha. All right. So where can uh, my listeners uh, get more information and how can they help? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Anyone who wants more information can just go to PETA.org. Things that you can do. I think it's really urgent that we communicate to President Biden that, you know, this choice matters to the U.S. People are, again, dying while waiting for treatments that aren't coming. So if you want to give send President Biden short notes. You can go to PETA.org slash Biden, or you can just use your phone and text Biden, B-I-D-E-N, to the number 73822. And both of those things will just send a quick note to the White House, letting the president know that this is a, a absolutely critical choice and that we need someone who is willing to stop wasting money on failing animal experiments and start using the most cutting-edge research available. Gotcha. Catherine Rowe, Ph.D., is a neuroscientist and chief of science advancement and outreach with the Laboratory Investigations Department of People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, also known as PETA. Thank you so much for the valuable information today, and uh, we're behind you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. My pleasure.